Independent Business Podcast is brought to you by HoneyBook, the all-in-one platform for anyone with clients. Book clients, manage projects, and get paid faster all with HoneyBook. You can use the code podcast to get 20% off your brand new account and let business flow your way. Did you know that 60% of independent business owners are already using AI in their business? AI has been the most talked about topic this year, and it is not going anywhere. So today on the podcast, we are joined by Scott Whiting-Kivowitz, who is a photographer, podcast host, and community manager at Imagine AI. And we are just going to continue our understanding and further the conversation about how AI can truly impact our business. So let's get into the episode. Hey everyone, this is your host, Akua Kanadu, and you're listening to the Independent Business Podcast. More people than ever are working for themselves and building profitable businesses in the process. So on this show, I get to sit down with some of the most influential authors, entrepreneurs, and creators to break down the science of self-made success so that you can achieve it too. Hey, Scott, thank you so much for joining me on the show today. I'm just so looking forward to just continuing our discussion around AI. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me on, Akua. I mean, it's, uh, uh, you know, first of all, lots changing over there, which is which is really fun and exciting. And it's nice to see you as you sort of taken over the reins, so to speak, <laughs> of of the show. It's, uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you so much. It has been such a joy. So yeah, I am, I'm excited. So this has been, this has been a fun journey so far. So let's just hop on in because there, you know, AI is still the buzz topic like of conversation yeah. for the year. I mean, it is everywhere you look, it is mm-hmm. just the center of attention right now. And so I'm really curious to know, do you think that there is still a fear among business owners, like with AI? Cause I've seen, a lot of things across the spectrum. So I would love to know your perspective on that. I definitely think there's a lot of mixed thoughts on, from business owners. And I think it's it's kind of obvious from what's going on in Hollywood right now, right? So obviously that's big picture, huge corporations, right? But there's the fear, but there's also the adoption, right? It, it's happening on both sides. I think that People are recognizing, especially smaller businesses, are recognizing that AI can truly help and enhance their businesses in many ways. But I also think at the same time, they don't fully understand the extent of how it can help. And at the same time, to add on top of that, I don't think that they truly know how to utilize the tools properly to make the best of it. So I think it's um, there is definitely a mixed bag of answers to that question. <laughs> I agree, though, but I, I, there's so many things that you just said, too, because we did a survey yeah. um, as well here at HoneyBook trying to mm-hmm. get a better understanding of how business owners feel about AI and technology. And 60% of independent business owners are already using AI in their business, which is great, but only mm-hmm. 22% are fully knowledgeable about AI and its full capabilities. Yeah. And so I think it yeah. just speaks perfectly to what you just said. I think <laughs> a lot of us, again, it's the wide range. You have these really yeah. big things that are happening, but then also too, like in our everyday lives as business owners, you can mm. really see, like we're naturally already using it, no problem. But I think our understanding of it is still not there. I mean, I'm definitely one of those people. Mm-hmm. I'm using AI. I think it's because I hear everybody else is using it. So I'm like, well, I don't want to be left behind. So yeah. I'm going to hop on this trend. Yeah. I'm, I'm guilty yeah. of that. So. <laughs> A good example of this, by the way, is for years, I would say, I don't remember when Grammarly started, but let's say five, six years, right? Grammarly has been around for quite some time. There's a lot of business owners 
that are using a Grammarly or a WordTune or any of the, that type of software in their business on a day-in, day-out basis that do not realize that's AI, that would right? Be. <laughs> They've been using it for five years or however long it's been and have n no idea that that's AI in the back end. You just yeah. called me out. I write or die Grammarly. <laughs> when, when AI first came out, I was like, I'm not using this. And I had a friend say to me, like, are you using Grammarly? I was like, of course. <laughs> they were like, that's AI. And it, for me, that started to change my perspective because to your point of like, we see in the media and stuff of like all of these really big things happening with AI, like robots or, you know, things in healthcare, you know, business owners, right? It can write scripts. It can, you know, write websites, all of these different things. But mm -hmm. also too, AI is also extremely subtle, which is what is also changing my misconception. Like at HoneyBook, we have a couple of AI features. We have our AI email composer that makes things a lot yeah. quicker to send more personalized emails. And, and I love that feature. And so I think that also leads to a lot of the misconceptions that we may have because we see these bigger things in other areas. But it, there's yeah. AI is also very subtle where it can truly impact our business in such a positive way. Yeah, I think there's two, there's two types. And I think you just said that well. There's two types of... Of, of AI tools out there. There's the AI tools that you have to seek out to use. Mm -hmm. For example, what Imagine does, right? You mm -hmm. have to specifically come to us to use it. And then there's tools like what have HoneyBook has done, where you've embedded it so perfectly into your product that it doesn't feel like a chore, right? It doesn't feel mm -hmm. like it's an added thing that you have to work towards or figure out. It just naturally fits into the workflow that HoneyBook has created. And there's so many tools out there on both sides of the equation that business owners can decide what works for them, what doesn't work for them. And I think how do how do business owners have that discernment? Because there are a lot of products out there with AI. And again, sometimes we can get caught up of like, well, I'm going to use this because it benefits this person, but it may not benefit myself. And so how do we how do we navigate with everything that's out there, all the information with AI, how do we really navigate to figure out what tools will really benefit our business? Mm. That's a great question. I think it's a matter of seeing areas where you might need help, right? So for example, um, AI writing tool that's built into HoneyBook, right? The, creating, creating the emails that you're already putting into the workflow. If you know that you are, you are horrible at writing emails, then you know you've got a gap to fill, whether it's a human for to actually do the writing for you, or it's a mixture of you editing and improving what AI has created, right? So mm -hmm. you need to figure out what where, where your gap is of where you're not performing the best or the gap of where you might want to outsource to, right? So that's where like Imagine might fit in. So if you're a photographer, for example, we know there's a lot of HoneyBook customers that are also photographers, right? So if in that situation, if you know that I... I know that my most time-consuming part is the editing and culling process of my photos. Find the find the company to help with you know outsource again, whether it's human or AI. Either way, that can help, right? So find your gaps and then do your research to see what software, what tools are out there to fill in those gaps. And is it something that I could just pay extra to the service I'm already using and have it beautifully integrated and embedded, or do I need to find something external? You can find your answer that, that way.
I like that. Yeah, I think that's a really mm. good reminder to look at the gaps of areas that may not be your strong suit and yeah. find different ways to really fulfill those areas. I think that's such so beneficial and really will help mm. business owners deci- like decipher of what's going to work well for their business and what isn't. Um, I really like yeah. that as well. And so another question that I have is like, what do you think the future trajectory of AI is in the creative industry? Because imagine AI, what you guys do is already phenomenal. I mean, mm-hmm. as a, I'm not a photographer, but when I saw... <laughs> What you guys did of being able to edit, easily just edit people's photos, no problem, and save uh, photographers so like a large amount of time. What do you think then as AI continues to advance? Like, what does that look like in the creative industry? Oh, man, I think uh, we're already seeing a, a big shift with what Photoshop has done as well, right? So Photoshop, Adobe has been getting into a lot of AI, but it's not personalized AI like what Imagine does, okay? It's more, you know, the generative fill, Look at a photo, figure out what what is missing, and and fill it in the gap, or or expand the photo and do it, or add in a boat when there's no boat. It's more generative AI versus personalized AI. So I think we're going to see a lot more of both ends. Like Imagine's already moving towards even more personalized features. We're already adding in other additional features, like we announced. Um, I know that I'm going to be dating myself, but we announced this yesterday at our at our virtual event about um, what we're calling smooth skin. So we're we're adding features that a lot of that a lot of photographers want. But when it comes to creative overall, we're seeing Canva doing some cool stuff using AI, where you know similar things to what Photoshop is doing, but in Canva's editor. So I think we're going to see more of that. I think we will see areas where. AI will start to be able to communicate with each other. So for example, what Google is already doing with Bard, are you familiar with Google Bard at this point? I am not, no. Okay, so you know what ChatGPT is? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Google has created a competitor to ChatGPT. It's called Google Bard, B-A-R-D. And they announced it and already already had things that ChatGPT could not do, that ChatGPT is now catching up. They both have their pros and cons. They both have their, um, their strengths and weaknesses, but, what Google has been able to do in a very short period of time is they took advantage of their ecosystem they already have. And as of, the, I think, this week that we're recording this, uh, there's now the capability of cross-communication and features between Bard and Google Docs and Google Sheets and Google Slides and so on. So it's all being able to, I can go to Google Bard and say, create me this, blah, 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 blah. Okay, now make it a Google Slide. And my slide deck is done in seconds. <laughs> so that's where we're going with things where you'll be able to quickly and efficiently build a mind map and then turn that into a bunch of documents or whatever, or take the spreadsheet. And, you know, I know over there at HoneyBook, you guys are big data nerds. <laughs> so being able to say, analyze this Google sheet and tell me all the data points in whatever it might be, right? So and, and give me the charts inside of another tab inside of the Google Sheet, right? So like all these things you're going to be able to do with AI in soon, really, really soon, all this is going to be possible. My mind is blown already with Google. I didn't even know that about Google. But right, it's again just yeah. to the point of how everything is constantly changing. Yeah. And low-key, I'm going to be typing in Google and Google Bard because if I yeah. – <laughs> I mean, if it can do all of that, I mean, like, you know, make me slides, Google Docs, like analyze yeah. all this data – and save yeah. me all that time <laughs> by ChatGPT. <laughs> that will be so neat. That's what See ya. They, they, they both have their strengths and weaknesses. Uh, I, would, I would say that, so Google Bard has 
internet access, right? It can, you can type in a URL and say, analyze this URL and then do whatever with it. ChatGPT needs third-party plugins in order to make that work. Mm -hmm. So there's strengths and weaknesses. You got to know when to use which, and it's just a matter of playing around. Absolutely. But I, I like that, though. Playing around. I think I want to uh, just highlight that for a second, because when we see all of these things, we see all these changes, it, fear takes us. But it's like, let's come from a place of curiosity. Let's come from a place yeah. here. Nothing is permanent. So if you are a business owner that is really still overwhelmed by AI and you are possibly using certain aspects of AI, mm -hmm. but you're like, OK, I want to take this further. But you're feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling like feeling fearful. This is a great time to really just explore and enjoy the process of like what figuring out what truly works for you and what doesn't it, it like come from a place of of play and so i really really like that that piece as well but like you said i just learned about this with google bard and i'm sure some like yep. if you're listening you probably <laughs> just did too so then it's like okay here's another new thing that i don't know anything about yeah. and i gotta you know it's like keeping up with the joneses right how can we adapt i guess to in a, in a healthy way because i know there's been conversations like i've seen too where like ai is just developing way too quickly than we can keep up with and so it's like how do we as business owners kind of adapt and evolve yeah. in a healthy way yeah i think you need to set aside a time to not look at it from a business i, I this may not be the answer that people want to hear but i think you need to look set aside a time 30 minutes let's say a week just to Look at it from a non-business standpoint and just communicate with these chats, with these chat tools and see what it's capable of. I think that will, you know, throwing at it and saying, hey, write me a, my, my child's name is, is John. He's nine years old and he loves dinosaurs. Write me a book for him. Like, see what it can do and then respond, you know, see what its output is and then respond to it and say, well... He doesn't like Tyrannosaurus Rex. I mean, I don't know what kid does, what boy doesn't, but you know, he would prefer a pterodactyl. Write the book about a pterodactyl instead. See how it responds. I don't like how serious it is. Can you make it more playful? It'll rewrite it again. Like just play. Do it where it's not your business, where it's just for fun. And I feel like when you take the business out of it, you'll have a you'll be able to put your mind in a in a in a in a mindset where your creativity will, will, will rise more. Right. And, and at this point, you're really going to understand it even better than if you were focused on hundred percent, how can I use this for my business? Once you're understanding creative wise, what it can do, you can then think creative wise to use it in your business. Yeah, I love that. That definitely makes it the process much more enjoyable. I'm like, oh yeah, like that is a good idea. Like write me something yeah. that I'm really passionate about. It does not have to be business related, but it's a way, number one, just to fully understand the capabilities of the platform. Because again, like mm -hmm. we are, we don't fully know what we're using. <laughs> and I think knowledge is power. And it's so important for us to really be able to just understand, understand the products that we're using and helping that grow our business. And so I kind of want to bring it back to a little bit earlier where you said like to a lot of people are just like we're underutilizing it. Like we're not mm. fully we're like a lot of us are scratching the surface, not fully yeah. understanding. So what are some other tips as well for those who are already using a AI but are underutilizing it? Like how can we continue to advance our knowledge on it? Hmm. I would say uh, so I am I am a very much a I like the technical stuff. I like learning about all the technical stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm the person that everybody comes to when they have like a question. You know, I'm like that unofficial tech support. Um, and so I, I try to find 
the tools that I know will truly impact my life beyond just business. Um, so I am, just to give you a, a little backstory, I am dyslexic and I have been writing for a living, right? <laughs> and I've been yeah. in marketing for a living and I am also colorblind, but I'm a photographer. So I am always trying to find the tools to work past and work through the struggles that I've been living with my entire life. And so when it comes to AI, I try to find things that I know will, will, will have a huge impact. And one thing that people don't realize is that ChatGPT, while you can go to ChatGPT itself, there are additional software that, like what HoneyBook has done, like integrating AI into it, that have companies that have built software on top of ChatGPT or something else that are very specific. So I host and produce and edit a podcast for Imagine called Workflows. It is for photographers, all about every aspect of their photography workflows. And I, because I am basically the sole content creator on our team for the podcast, I do have some, some help for social and stuff like that, but um, I need to come up with the show notes and stuff like that, that then our copywriter will, will work through and stuff like that. But I need a starting point. And so what I do is I found a tool specifically for helping to create content, text-based content based on podcast episodes. So there's multiple out there. I found the one that I love and doing that has helped to fully enhance that part of the business. Cause it's, yes, it's just me using ChatGPT, but I'm using it through a tool designed specifically for this task. So um, what's cool is I create what they call favorite prompts. And I have a list of probably 30 or 40 prompts. And all I have to do is drop in the new episode. And I've got all the outputs of every, for the entire episode in all these different answers to these prompts. And I have to do it once. <laughs> and if I add a new prompt, it, it, uh, it does it retroactively. It goes back to all the previous episodes and adds that answer to every you know, previous episode. So I always have potentially new content to work with to, um, to come up with new ideas and, and to play around with. So I don't know if that answered your question, but, that, <laughs> but that's, that's from my brain. No, it went. did. I just love that. I think it really speaks to a number one, understanding just how powerful, again, that AI truly is yeah. and how it can really impact your business. And it also speaks to the fact that AI means can really impact people so differently. I mean, with mm -hmm. you speaking with like being dyslexic and then also too colorblind, but like how impactful yep. AI has been for you in some yep. life altering ways so that you yep. can be able to still serve the people that you love to serve and still build your business. And I think it, that, that to me, that's powerful because there's some somebody out there, business owners, wherever, where you feel like you have something that's holding you back and AI can easily yeah. solve that problem for you. Yeah. And then some. With the colorblind thing, it was really interesting because before Imagine existed, okay, I, you know, I, I've been a photographer for nearly 20 years. Um, actually, to, this is 2024 will probably be my 20th year of being a professional photographer. And when I was in college, still darkroom time, this is right when the transition to digital was happening. And out of the darkroom, I had to have my professor and he knew I was colorblind. So he gave me the help that I needed. And he like said, okay, your blues are need to be shifted or whatever. Same thing happened once we started learning Photoshop, same thing. So, you know, professor would help with that. Once I was on my own out of college, I had to rely on three things to, to ensure accurate color. I had to rely on what's called a color checker passport. It's like this 
color chart that I would, my subject would hold. I'd photograph it. And then back in, in Lightroom or in Photoshop or wherever, I could actually match up the colors and it gets it, the skin tones really accurate. Um, the other would be calibrating my monitor. This is something that photographers and videographers are doing daily, weekly, or monthly. I used to do it monthly. And then the third, of course, would be my wife, who was like <laughs> <laughs> really good at color. She's got this like crazy ability to see like what color um, coat you're wearing today. And then two months later, she'll remember the exact color and she'll be able to match it in a paint swatch. It's really insane that she can do that. So I had three tools, right? One was my wife, um, to, to ensure accurate color for my clients. But then AI came out and I don't need any of it. Now AI is ensuring accurate color 100% of the time. I don't have to worry about it. That's three steps gone down to one. Down to one. I know. I always think in my mind, I'm like, what's going to help me sleep better at night? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and currently AI is doing that for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think that's just so powerful. I think that is amazing. Yeah. And I love that example because, again, it just really highlights, of again, when you do the research, set that time mm -hmm. aside to really just play and enjoy the process. Yeah. You, AI can really be uh, very life-changing for you and your business in yeah. more ways than you can ever imagine. And I think, again, it just speaks of like we truly still don't know enough. It's just beyond what we know right now about AI. Yeah. I mean, you just said that AI helps you sleep at night. You know, for some people, and this is where a lot of small business owners could, could really think about, is it could literally help you sleep better at night by an Apple Watch or an Aura Ring or whatever the device might be. It's using machine learning, right? So it's AI that's built into the devices um, or the software that is analyzing how many steps you took and how active you were and what time do you need to wake up the next day and it'll tell you exactly when to go to sleep so you have a good night's sleep. You know, so AI can quite literally help you sleep better at night, which of course, as a business owner, would be nice to, <laughs> would be nice to do, right? So um, yes. that's, you know, thinking more like outside of the software realm, just hardware in general could make a big, a big impact on your life. 1000%. And I think, again, it just speaks to the fact that we have been using AI for so long and we mm -hmm. have just never realized it, how much it's so woven into our everyday life. And yeah. now that there are, it's just more out in the open and there's more capabilities on it, like of, about, about what it can do that yeah. so many of us have been caught off guard. But really, yeah. if you think about it with AI, how it's just everywhere, we have been conditioned. We were prepped kind of in a sense for for all of these amazing new tools out there for us to be able yeah. to utilize. We just yeah. didn't realize it because change is hard and adapting is hard and evolving is hard, especially when you're so mm -hmm. accustomed to doing things a certain way. Um, and unknown can be scary, but I think uh, AI can be, can be extremely, extremely powerful. Yeah, definitely. Final question I want to ask. I wanted to keep this tradition going at the Independent Business <laughs> Podcast. And so what do you believe the biggest differentiator between the businesses that succeed and the ones that fail? I think from personal experience, it's experimenting, testing, trying, whatever word you want to use, okay? They all mean the same thing in the, at the end of the day, but I think it's trying something new. I can't tell you how many over the past 20 years, how many ideas I had for a business that some did well for some period of time, some flopped immediately, but if you don't try, you don't know what's going to work. I mean, a good example of this is my brother... My older brother has a business here in New Jersey that is literally called New Jersey Craft Beer. 
And it is a beer membership where you're not getting beer. It's illegal to just get beer from a membership. But it is New Jersey's got very strict alcohol laws. And but the 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 membership is if you have this card, which costs twenty five dollars a year, you get a discount at breweries. You get a discount at certain restaurants. You get a discount at certain liquor stores on certain items. And it's a really nice thing. And it's been very successful over the past I don't know how ten years or plus he's been in business. I was like, you know what? I love small businesses. I love cameras. I used to work for six years at um, a local camera store that still exists, family owned, one of the oldest in the country. And I was like, I could do this membership around the entire country and just do it as a photography camera membership club. And if you're a, if you're a member, you get discounts, whatever it might be for each of those camera stores. I got like 30 different stores that were like, hell yeah, let's do it. And they gave me a discount for it. I built the software in the back end, had it all working, had some customers come on, and then it just stopped. And I was like, is the interest really not there? Are people really going to keep going to big box stores? Because they could just get it even cheaper than they can with the discount offered through the membership. Because these family-owned camera stores, they have no choice but to charge more in general. Their markups aren't there. And so it didn't work. But the idea was amazing. <laughs> and I wouldn't have known if I didn't try, right? Mm. So I had to try. So I think um, whether it's starting something new or just trying something in your business, that's the answer. Try, experiment, see what works, see what doesn't. That's it. I love that. And I think it's such a really important foundational thing as business owners to continuously keep at the forefront because our businesses evolve, things change consistently. What worked for you one day certainly will not work for you tomorrow. And in order to build a sustainable business, you have to really step out of what makes you comfortable and try new and different things because you are correct. That is an absolutely brilliant idea. <laughs> but um, I love that. I do. But you know what? Yeah. It led to your next step in your story, which I, mm -hmm. I love that so much. And it's such a great reminder. And Scott, I have loved this. I think this conversation is just so important. And like I said, AI is not going anywhere. We're going to be consistently talking about this because it is consistently changing. And like, again, love the work that you guys are doing at Imagine AI to really keep the conversation at the forefront. So if people would like to continue to connect with you, how, where can we find you? There's two places. One would be my website, which is scottwyden.com. And at Imagine, you just go to Imagine hyphen ai.com even if you leave out the hyphen it'll still go to the right place and you'll be able to find me on my site and imagine overall there and you can find our podcast as well which is um you know li you're listening to a podcast watching a podcast so <laughs> check out check out ours <laughs> oh my gosh i loved it thank you so much scott thank you for thank this you. conversation and until next time everybody that ends our episode of the independent business podcast Everything we've discussed today can be found at podcast.honeybook.com. Head to our website to access for show notes, relevant links, and all of the resources that you need to level up. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast to make sure you never miss our future content. Drop us a review and leave our guests some love on social. And thank you again for listening.